When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. We're back with Below Deck Legacy, Season 10, Episode 7, titled Eat Me in Seven Different Languages. Sean, I don't think it takes a genius to figure out who of the cast said that. (laughs) Uh, In this week's episode, Rachel struggles to keep up with some guests that can't get enough spice, hookah, Don Julio, or backward cigars. Captain Sandy gives Camille a serious warning, which she does take to heart for about six hours so good on her uh Alyssa struggles to turn the page and give Camille a fresh start while Tony says he cannot start the day any later than 4 a.m um so we got a lot to talk about here Sean I'd like to bring back a quote from one of our favorite captains um you don't embarrass yourselves and you don't embarrass the boat now I would say having a shouting match in front of guests who aren't exactly thrilled with the trip they've had so far would categorize in both those things. So if Captain Lee was on board, I think there's some plane tickets coming out of his pocket. Um, but where do we go from here um, for both Camille and Alyssa? Because while, yes, Camille is toxic for most of the boat, like I don't know where we are in a season without her in far of like juicy storylines. I I agree, John. Um, I don't think Camille is going anywhere. I, I think Sandy, look, you brought up, um, she took, she takes like Sandy's warning to heart for about six hours, maybe even a little bit longer than that. Like Camille was, was better tonight and Sandy and Frazier like love that. And they really ate that up, especially Sandy. Like she, this is a reclamation project for her. And I, I gotta tell you, I think. I don't think the tides turn on Alyssa. We had two pretty key things here. Both Frazier and Haley said, I don't want to take sides in this. They're not like, so that's them saying like, we don't know who's at fault here. Like we think yeah. it's both of them. We think it's both of them. I think, I think Camille did enough tonight to in front of Sandy to for Sandy to kind of save her. Now, if Camille does go, yeah, I think the season's a little trouble because, like her or not, she is kind of a star. Like, the camera loves her. She's always, she's just so pretty good in the camera. I don't know. Well, she's the villain of the season. Like, yeah. the villain of the season is always the most polarizing one. Like, I'm sure if you went on Twitter and you searched like hashtag below deck and then you did a search for like Camille. I guarantee she's the most talked about person, which great for ratings, great for the show, um, great for engagement. But yeah, it's like we all kind of like, you know, there's like a love to hate type of situation. Right. And you're like kind of like hate watching her at this point. But like I. Listen, every time I try to go on Twitter and be like, are we sure Alyssa's like innocent in this whole thing? I get like I get some criticism for saying, like, if you were 
if you were in her shoes, you'd be fed up with Camille too. I'm like, yeah, but let's not forget, like, she has a heart to heart with Frazier about turning a page. And Frazier's just like, yeah, you need to, he's like, what we need to do is just give like pats on the back and give like basically like extra words of encouragement. And yes, like some people need to be coddled, especially someone kind of like Camille, who's like trying to do better and like make up for like past sins. And while you don't have to say she's a a good person, it seems like she's trying. So for basically Camille to like start, maybe not start the fight, but like definitely rile Camille up in this situation. I just, I don't think Alyssa is innocent in this whole thing at all. I completely agree. I kind of turned on Alyssa this episode at work. I still like her outside of work. But look, um, to be fair, to begin the episode, the episode begins with Camille asking Alyssa to leave the room that Alyssa's cleaning because Camille's having a breakdown. Now, look, Camille was warned by Sandy in the last episode, like, hey, you need, like, a really good charter or you're fired. Now, here's the thing. Ben hugs her, and that just, like, instantly calms her down. Yep. And the first, really the first half of the charter, the first, uh, it's like 36 hours almost, until the blow up at the end, Camille's solid. Now... When they do the beach picnic, Camille starts to slow down a little bit. But yeah. like not in, like not doing anything like wrong. Like I know Alyssa was mad that Camille was like swimming with a guest, but I think she was still like serving them too. Or I, yeah, they were I having no. She's having fun were, with them. Yeah, they're having like drinks out in the water. Like yeah. you have to go back and forth. Like yes, yeah. I I don't want this to be us discussing about why we think Camille's right. She's not. But yeah. like I I think she tried for like a good portion of this episode. And the moment she had to like interact with Camille, I'm sorry, the moment she had to interact with Alyssa, like those two are just oil and water. And I think they actually bring out they definitely bring out the worst in each other. Yeah. And <laughs> that the conversation between Alyssa and Frazier, Alyssa Alyssa wants to be a like department head. She wants this to be her call, and she wants, like, it was very telling that she said, oh, her turnaround's performative because it's for Frazier and Sandy. Well, yeah, but those are her, the two people that can fire her. Like, Alyssa, yeah. you you honestly can't. And, look, yes, Camille should have respected you from the start, and you are her superior, so if you ask her to do something, she shouldn't give you two. But I mean, at this point, Alyssa, like, it's kind of a lost cause. I don't. I mean, they shouldn't schedule them together. That yeah. I, I think that's probably the the resolution. I think that's what happens uh, next episode. Yeah. Also, if Camille's on mornings, like, why was she there? Like, was she done pretty much working at the end of the day there? Like that. Like that was. Like she should have been. Yeah. We we've seen we saw tonight though that. If Camille isn't with Alyssa, she's okay. She's not great, yeah. but she's fine. Yeah, and and I think you're I think you're right. It is pretty telling that like nobody chooses to take sides. And like when you choose to not take sides, it means because you really don't know who's right here. And the camera wants you to believe that 
Camille's all wrong, right? And I think she might be, but like the fact that they can't take sides is a little telling. So I don't, I don't know where this is going to go the next couple episodes. I don't even know if they're both going to be in a boat the next couple episodes. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's it, it's basically exactly where we thought it was going to be. Where we're like, okay, at some point this is going to blow up. Sandy's going to have to make a decision. We're at that point now. Like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem like these two can be on the same boat at the same time, which really is a shame and because like we're both making a lot of money um at the same time it's just like childish like i I really think both of them are being childish like yes Alyssa has a far superior work ethic but they just they and i said it they they just bring out the worst in each other and i feel like that's that's not going to change 100 and Alyssa's a little bit too concerned with like with what camille's doing all the time like it's I it's I don't know I've worked with people like this where they're more worried that people aren't working as hard as them all the time rather than work worry about their own work and I don't know like it's what's is a little bit confrontational just gonna say it yeah it yeah takes, it takes two to tango yeah I I don't want to be on her bad side at all uh, <laughs> I think I said that last week but um, Sean I think we got to talk about the guests here man yeah like these these guests are the worst um i'll just lay it out there um but i will say that they started off not day but captain sandy started them off on a high note having the guests come out to the boat from the dock is an absolute boss move wait like Um, go in the tender first yeah go on the tender yeah yeah so like you're not leaving yeah you're not leaving from the dock because it gives the deck crew an opportunity to get all the toys out it gives the interior crew time to like set up tables for lunch or set up whatever they need to do rather than picking them up moving them to a place and then immediately having to do all of that so fast oh yeah always the best move um so these guests so karan was the primary right yeah if i'm pronouncing that correctly northern virginia shout Sound out like, yep, that, yep i think I, i've heard the DC area, like the DC suburbs, is the wealthiest part of our country. Yes, that's true. I, I've heard that. Like it's yep. like Maryland, Virginia, that whole area. Yeah. So yeah. It makes sense that we'd have primary or charter guests from that area. But uh yeah, I like them at first. I like the let's just drink shots nonstop yeah. for the first hour. That yep. was cool. And then they became super lame. Like every every meal. Nothing was good enough ever. I don't know. Yeah. I, and you know, it's so funny. Like imagine Camille, like serving the fish to like, this was on the first dinner, right? Serving the fish to everybody around the table. Maybe it was the first lunch actually. First lunch. Yeah. And it's like, before you can get around to like the fifth and sixth person, the, like the first and fourth person that you've already served is telling everyone how bad the fish is. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just like, that's just like nightmare fuel, man. Like, you're literally giving fish to people that like on the other side of the table, they've already said it's bad. It kind of, yeah, it's explosive for everyone. Yeah. Now you're, you're the whole attitude of the table is like down now. Yeah. And and, I might even like the fish, but now I'm like, am I dumb for liking it? I don't know. I do. There is definitely something about that. Like if like a couple people agree that like the food isn't good, you're like not sophisticated you come off as like not sophisticated if you're like well i like it you know yeah like, right it's so dumb that that's a thing but are like, my the- taste buds poor 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And these guys were also like a race to like the Scoville scale too. So it's like, if somebody was like, this is too bland, everyone else had to say this is too bland, which like is weird. Cause I feel like, listen, I'm not like the biggest foodie at all. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy nice meals, but like, is the opposite of something that's not spicy enough bland? Cause like blands, uh... like blands to me seems like something that's not seasoned. But like, if you like food really, really spicy, I don't think food that's not spicy enough is bland. And that's what that woman brought up, which like no chef wants to hear. I think, Jen, I think you're more of a foodie than her because that sounds correct. Yeah. That, it's, there you go. Right. Yeah. Like just because something isn't spicy doesn't make it bland. I like, I like spicy food, but not everything's meant to be spicy. Was the fish meant to be super spicy? I mean, probably. I don't know. Right. I, or like I know they put on their proven sheets that they like spicy food, but they want every meal spicy. I... That sounds nuts to me, by the way. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> you need a break from that. Like I know your, your body like, does. Yeah, I know it's like different cultures though, too, right? Um, right, they're Indian. But... Yeah. How, how about uh? How about the what was it that dinner? Um, asking for a paper napkin. That's just an all-time blow. That's unbelievable. Yeah, she was being super dramatic. Mm-hmm. How then... long do you think she waited to like, <laughs> like, do you leave that food in your mouth for like 45 seconds while yeah. Frazier goes downstairs? It was probably like two minutes by the time she got it. Yeah, that's super dramatic. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of, now, John, smoking a cigar backwards? Does that taste like, I'm not a cigar expert. Does that make it worse? Well, it's a bad look, and also <laughs> if you have it a doesn't cigar, look cool. Yeah, if you have like a tapered cigar, I don't know what the official term is, but like a tapered cigar, like usually the, the small end, uh, you cut and make a little bigger, so you're kind of taking in like more concentrated um, smoke from like a bigger side, so there's more air to go through. If you're smoking a cigar from the opposite side, where you have the big side in your mouth and the small side is like the one that's on fire you can't get any oxygen you can't get any air through the cigar Mm. so you're like it takes so much more energy to like pull you can definitely tell a difference are you a cigar guy uh for people who like cigars i would be deemed not a cigar guy okay for people who never smoke cigars i would be known as a guy who likes to have a cigar from time to time i i like i'm a i like them from time to time as well i feel like (laughs) The, um, for some reason, my Instagram suggested is just dude smoking cigars on podcasts, and I need to get rid of that. <laughs> so, it's always like some guy who's like, like a Joe Rogan knockoff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of a lot of like dudes smoking cigars while podcasting. It's a real <laughs> alpha male move, man. <laughs> yes. Why I need a I need to get rid of Instagram. I, I, <laughs> like I can't change the algorithm. That's something happened. <laughs> I uh I actually it's so funny. I took like every social media off my phone. Um, I have to log into Twitter.com just to live tweet the yeah. below deck. Um, I'll tell you if there's one thing I don't miss at all. I I miss Twitter sometimes, but I do not miss Instagram at all. Yeah, Instagram's um, trash. There's like so many times. I mean, I never got TikTok. I'll never get TikTok. It's not 
it's I'm just too old for it. But um, which we ooh, I tried, um, <laughs> but we're working through it. Um, All right. Anything else for these guests? Oh, the beach picnic. Yeah, I think we were foreshadowing a terrible beach picnic when there were just like stray dogs running around here. Um, what are we doing here? Like, I, I, I get it. Like, okay, St. Lucia, right? That's where they are? Yeah, so Sandy said they don't have beaches there. They don't really have beaches. Well, which, why are like, we there then? Yeah, I <laughs> think if somebody was asking for salt, like, I think you bring up to them ahead of time, hey guys, I know you wanted a beach picnic. St. Lucia's not actually known for having like good beaches we did find you an area but just wanted to kind of like temper your expectations but also wasn't there like some other place to find a beach other than like this like i mean sean it looks like they ran the kentucky derby there last week it looked awful yeah yeah like move the boat to somewhere near a beach i uh <laughs> it was basically a glorified rv park yeah like a or like a campground like a really nice yeah. campground yeah it was a campground <laughs> the water is still like nice but yeah I, I i understand why they're unimpressed with that location yep. um nothing else about the guests um they'll probably wake up late tomorrow um i don't know if it's a two-day charter three-day charter we'll find out but um well, i do i do no know complain that, about the food again yeah yeah i mean we've seen the song and dance so uh sean i got a couple other things mainly about the exterior here if you want to let's, let's dive in um Seems like exterior is running pretty well oiled. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with after Camille moved to interior. Just saying. Um, <laughs> Maybe but, a tiny uh, bit. Yeah, the only real hiccup I see is, uh, by the way, shout out to Ross, really nicely telling Tony to get his shit together. I So this was, this is interesting. Um, so like Tony's always like tired on deck, right? Yep. And not feeling well. But then Tony also, he's his Instagram feed similar to mine. He's got people telling him he needs to wake up at 4 a.m. every day to work out, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and really sees the day. And I know, John, you're you're an early riser too, or you were when we lived together. Yeah. You'd get up and run. Yep. And all that stuff. But you wouldn't be useless at work i'm assuming the rest of the day yeah i wasn't get up at 4 a.m either um <laughs> you know you wake up at like 5 5 30 to go for a run or something i still try to get on the peloton in the mornings um here's the difference tony has in his mind that he needs to get up at 4 a.m every day which yeah you like every buzzfeed article is like eight things that billionaires do before you wake up <laughs> It's like, all right, all right, guy. Um, we're, we're like, yeah, I think we've landed on this episode. The internet's ruined. It's <laughs> yeah, just like it's done. weird pseudo self-help bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you can wake up at 4 a.m. and like work out and there's nothing wrong with that. I commend you. But I don't think you're supposed to then work like a 14 hour day after that. No, like, like this a physical like, job, too. Yeah, like this is a physical job. Like, like your body is under such demand, like on this job that like you need to probably realize that like your body needs to recover from that. And waking up at four a.m. probably isn't the answer. So, I get 
Tony probably's got, you know, a Tony Robbins telling him what to do, but damn man, like he, he definitely needs to change it because Ross is being a little too nice in the way he's telling him to yeah. fix this. I kind of like, like Tony takes it a little personally, like, yeah, I killed my weight on deck, which I think he does. He's not like bad, but it's a good suggestion. Oh, one other thing. For some reason, I thought Tony was Australian. No, he's from Costa Rica, and that's bad on me because he doesn't sound Australian whatsoever. Yeah, he's not close, Sean. It's not <laughs> it's, close. It's not close at all. For, I think because him and Ben are always hanging out together. Yeah. It's Australian which, by, by association. Which, by the way, Tony and Ben, uh, team interviews are going great. Yeah. Ben Ben really likes Camille, huh? Yeah, that's... I don't know what he's doing there. Um, I can see Ben moving to America. God, imagine moving I wouldn't to America. do it for her, though. That's yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like you just need like one too many nights out before you're like, oh man, this girl sucks. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm here. I could have been in Australia. I don't know. He would he would kill in America though with a girl. So I uh, yeah. yeah yeah he'd do real good. Um, the only last thing I've got, Sean, is uh, Katie can't really get over this whole Ross thing. Now, Katie, you might think you have a connection with Ross, but Ross wants to have a connection with everyone, if you know what I mean. So, I don't know, man. I just think she's just setting herself up there. Yeah, she basically called, you know, Ben, or sorry, Ross, Katie called Ross like the biggest bag fumbler because, you know, they could have hooked up the two, the two most recent nights out and Ross blew it by getting way, way too drunk. Yep. And try and hook up with other people too. Yep. <laughs> so he didn't really even blow it. He's just intentionally not he's only interested in her during work days. Yeah, it's weird. I it's it's and also we, we went over this. She doesn't make a move. Like it's Katie, it's on you to make a move. Um now, should so, it be? Maybe not, but like if you're really into if you're really into Ross, I think it I guess it is. Yeah. So I, I don't know how they operate during work for three days and then have like a, a weird night where he tries to hook up with everybody but her and then they go back to working the next day. So I, I think he's on his last strike here. Not that he cares, but I could see things getting weird down down the line. Agreed. So anything else in this episode, Sean? No, I think I think right for awards. All right. Do we start off with winners or losers? We start winners. with losers. Oh, winners. Um, I'm not going to do it, but I almost wanted to say like progressive one because they had like three commercials on during the show mm. that were just so funny. Oh, the, uh, the you can't say we can't save you from becoming your parents. Those oh, my are, God. I wonder who like the TV writer, the writers are for that. Those because they're probably going to get like like sitcom jobs soon. Yeah, right? they'll, like, get a, they'll get a Cleo, right? Well, Cleo first, and then yeah. they'll probably move into like TV writing. Yep. Uh, yeah, those are great commercials. They've, just... they've been good for like three years now. I, think. <laughs> I know they just keep. Now they got the one with the guy in the elevator, and at the end, they're just like, "Nope, get back in here. That was terrible. We're gonna do it again." <laughs> I I love it. I don't. I I mean, I'm not gonna pick them, but also I feel like nobody had a really good episode here. Like the guests were not great. I guess Haley maybe. Like I. I I didn't really see anybody shine in this episode. Haley, um, maybe, yeah, maybe give it to Haley just for being Haley. Yeah. Um, just for being like a like a background character, but 
Always yeah, being cool. Is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to Haley. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to punt on this. I'm just like, I, I really didn't think anyone had that great an episode. I thought maybe Frazier, but like, well, I, I had a hard time. So anyway, Sean, give me yours. I had Frazier and Sandy just for their handling of the Camille situation. I think they got a pretty solid 24 hours out of her. Now, maybe 24 hours is a stretch. Maybe it was more like 14. Who Who's to say? Yeah. But they got some solid time of, uh, from her. And I'm. this could be like if 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 Sandy turns Camille around, then I might, I might have to tip my head to her. This, like, people don't like her on med. But if she does that in time for Captain Lee to come back, then I think maybe Sandy saved herself. I don't know. Could be. Um, I know she got all hot and bothered when Frazier brought her a schedule. Uh, <laughs> he was like, we're going to break up Camille and we're going to break up Alyssa. And she's like, oh, my God, the schedule looks so good. Um, but they were together at the end of the episode. Yeah, which like I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, who's who's working this much? Like they're uh, all working a lot, but like if if she's honestly up at like for breakfast, she also working till like seven at night or whatever. I don't know. I think there's a lot of like mid midday naps too. I'm not sure. This is like a cat house, Sean. What are we doing here? <laughs> um, oh, because of the naps. Okay uh john who's you have losing the episode uh i had camille losing the episode because as much as she tried she's probably gonna get fired like she had to keep it cool in this episode in this charter and she couldn't now could it turn out that like Alyssa's gonna get like the negative blowback from here because you know Alyssa's not exactly a saint in this whole thing but i I think Camille's job was to just put your head down and do work in this charter, and she couldn't do it. Well, okay. I knew she can do it for that long. I knew that. I I had Alyssa losing. Um, I think she kind of she kind of beats Camille into a fight at the end of the episode. Yeah. Now, what was that fight about? Laundry. Yeah, I think it was like so. Camille comes in and mm. they're like, oh, you need to go do this. And she's like, I need some, I need some time, which like she probably does need to shower. She's got the ocean yeah. on her. Um, and they're like, nope, you need like it, it was something like she was being short with everybody. And then it just turned into this blow up, which like Alyssa definitely fueled the fire by being like, oh, I'll just tell Captain about your attitude. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, Alyssa's my loser. I don't I don't know. Now. <laughs> Camille probably should have just like said yes. You yeah. If if you're on like last strike, you gotta like walk away from fights. But yeah, maybe she does go home. Also, Sean, I got a question here. I feel like I heard Alyssa when the guests were up until like three a.m. Did Alyssa say to the camera, "She's like, I would, I would wipe my ass with their pillow sheets." Did she say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you. Like you can't do like even like I saw like Captain Lee tweeted and he's like, "What?" Like, <laughs> you can't like now. Now it makes me think. Anytime I'm on a charter, if I'm not like super nice to her, 
You know what I mean? I know she's not going to do it, but like, I don't even, I don't know, but man. Making the health department involved here. No, it's, no. uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> the guests are being rude to her. That is true. Yeah. Cause yeah. they, they broke a glass and then we're like, are you going to clean that up? Which, yeah, they were, they were, they were dicks to her. And I feel like we, we're a little crit, a little bit more critical this week of Alyssa, but at the same time, I feel like we can see she's egging Camille on a little bit more. So they she, just she is, she is, yeah. Uh, I, uh, now, John, I think you're ultimately right that Camille will be the one that leaves because these boats are all about like chain of command and authority yeah. and like respecting authority. And Camille isn't capable of that if that person's Alyssa. So. The only thing is, Sandy gave her an attaboy midway through the episode. Premature it, attaboy. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. That was, I I think it's 50-50. Yeah. That, that's where I land. It's 50-50. Camille is fired next episode. Uh, it would be deserved. So It would. It would. Yeah. But as we said at the very top of the episode, I don't know where the season goes without it. It's like, does everyone just get along and we just rely upon like Haley talking about sex or like, what do we do here? Maybe big Ross. What's going on with that guy? Cause there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there's Boson Ross. who's pretty solid. It seems like a really good boss. And then there's uh night out Ross and he- like sex cult Ross. And that- yeah. He's a wild card. There's a lot, lot to unpack with that. So yeah. it might be Ross focused. That would be, yeah. that would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we'll get back at it next week. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, I should mention uh, follow uh, John on Twitter at Politic John. Yeah. And, uh, Thank uh, you. and follow me at Overboard underscore pod. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bon voyage.